Okay, I think I'm live now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Had a bit of a um pause there. <laughs> I kept hitting go live, go live. And it was just like, mm, thinking about it. Might do it. I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, now. <laughs> so hello, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Sunday. It's me, Allison Rozelle. I'm spiritual empowerment coach for women who are 40 and over. Oh, my goodness. I am ready to talk today, today, today. Hello, God is bliss. God is bliss is in the house. <laughs> Yes. So do me a favor. Um, whether you are going to be here live with me right now or you are watching this on the replay, hit the share and share this with your peeps. So I got a little something, something I want to say before I jump into my message. So just, you know, bear with me and I will get right into the message for today. I promise. And it's really windy here um, in Georgia. So we're going to see how it does with the reception stuff. We're going we gonna to see. Nevertheless, so I want to talk to you all about what my goals are as far as the Sacred Pathway Academy, which is my school. Um, I am the founder, the CEO, the headmistress all that. Okay. And the Sacred Pathway Academy includes this YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of our media department, if you will. So I have a goal. I have a goal. And I'm going to be talking about this a lot because the more I say it, the more I want it to manifest. So that is if it's true for me, it's true for all of us. So we're going to talk. We're going to start speaking things into existence. Yes. Yes. Okay. So my goal for this channel, as well as my social media, I have a goal of by the end of this year, I want over a thousand followers, subscribers rather, to this channel. Now, you might be like, a year, that's no time. That's, you know, that's a lot of time. You, you can do that. Let me just explain something. My thousand subscribers, I actually want to hit that by June. And from June to December, I want to double it. But the only way that that can happen is, of course, I'm going to be doing my part. But you, as the people who come here, who watch my videos, who like them, I need y'all to help a sister out. First of all, comment. Comment on my videos. When you comment on a video, it shows the algorithm, hey, somebody likes this. Maybe we should show this to other people. The more people who comment and interact, with my videos, the more people who will come here, you know, don't just try to keep me all to yourself. That's not, no, that's not why I'm here. I'm here for you, but I'm here for all of those women 
and people, because I have men who who use my services too. Um, I want the people who are supposed to be rocking with me to rock with me, but they can't rock with me because they can't find me. So I need y'all to help boost that algorithm by commenting, liking, sharing, all that. And if you're watching my channel and you still have not hit that subscribe button, shame on you. Shame on you. Make it right. Go on and hit the subscribe. Go on and, you know, do what you got to do and all will be well. Okay. So not only is it a thousand subscribers by June for um, YouTube, which is nothing. It's a cakewalk. We can do that totally. But I also want over a thousand followers on TikTok and Instagram. I'm starting to feel more at home uh, doing like short videos uh, or short bouts of content um, when it comes to TikTok um, and finding my voice there. Uh, but I really want to grow in those areas. So I'm calling forth, I'm calling forth, I'm calling forth, but I need your help in calling them forth. Thousand subscribers and followers by June. We can do this. I know we can. Okay. Okay, good. That's first. Second, I have a goal that I want to help over 100 women this year. And when I say help, I mean women who are going to book my services, who want to sign up for my courses, workshops, events, all that. 100 women is my goal. I want 100 of y'all. So again, stop trying to keep me to yourself. <laughs> stop. You know, it's, I get it. Not everybody want everybody to know that you in coaching, that you get in coaching. Not everybody want want you don't want everybody to know all your business and I get it. But if you come across a woman who is just like you and dealing with some of the same things that you're dealing with, and you know is something that I'm helping you with that I could possibly help her with too, send her my way. Now, you know, she and I might meet up and be like, mm, not so much. We might not be you know, copacetic, we might not align and that's cool. But don't deny her and don't deny me and don't deny yourself being that blessing to someone else. Make sense? All right. So those are my goals. I have a thousand subscribers and a hundred women that I want to help. Both of them are cakewalk. I know I can do it. I have all faith, not necessarily in myself, but the uh, higher power that is always with me is where my faith lies. So I just want to say that. All right, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Why we here? Why we're here? Why we're here? Okay, so we are here, as you can see by the subject line, talking about feeling stuck. So this is something that I get so many, like when, when someone comes to me, let's say for booking a Reiki session, right? Not even coaching, just Reiki. 
One of the things in the questionnaire, in the intake form that I get a lot, I feel stuck. I feel stuck. I feel like I can't make any forward movement. I feel stuck. I feel stagnant. I feel like I can't get anywhere else that I'm 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 not moving. I'm not doing. I'm I'm anybody else feel this? Anybody else feeling that sense of stuckness? Like, why can't I put one foot in front of the other and get where I'm trying to go? A lot of people are feeling this. And I got to say, ever since 2020, it's been happening a lot more for so many of us. That feeling of stuck. Stuck. Like, ugh, I can't get anywhere. I can't do anything. I can't, you know, I don't feel like I'm making any kind of progress. I'm just, you know, spiraling and it's just not working. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I was, someone sent me a reel on Instagram and it's from, what is her name? AJ Johnson. She was on House Party, but she's, um, I think she does like personal training and life coaching now. I think that is her, that's her zone of genius now. Um, she's gorgeous, by the way. Oh my God. <laughs> she looks so good. Like, oh my God. Um, she takes really good care of herself. Um, and she just really has this like goddess energy about her that I just love. So anyway, someone sent me her reel and she said something that was so profound. So that's why I don't want to take credit for this message, like the, the meat and potatoes of it, because she is sparking the inspiration for me to talk about this more. And it actually came forth more of a confirmation for me um, and a reminder at the same time. So she was talking about stuckness. And what she said was, she was like, you know, God is saying, you're not stuck. This is a moment of stillness. Now I'm going to say that again. It's not that you're stuck. This is a moment of stillness. Now, I want you to stop right here before we go any further. And I want everyone watching this, whether it's on the replay or live, let's just take a deep breath on that. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Exhale slowly through your mouth. Because I really want you to get this and understand it. It is so true that for so many of us. Now, look, I'm not going to sit up here and act like some people aren't stuck. Some people are. Some people are stuck on this hamster wheel. But a lot of reasons why we get stuck is because of stuff that we're putting in the way of ourselves. Right. I'm stuck because. I keep repeating a pattern that can cause stuckness, can it not? 
where you're continuously repeating a pattern, you're continuously doing the self-sabotaging works that are keeping you from moving forward. We all do it. Raise your hand if you know you, you do it. Let's go on and tell the truth to shame the devil. We all do it. There's a difference between us self-sabotaging ourselves into stuckness and then ordained divine stillness. There's a difference. There is a big, big difference. So let's continue to talk about stuckness. Stuckness tends to come from our ego. It's a place of ego because we're wanting to do what we want to do when we want to do it on our own terms. Then we'll still go back and do those same self-sabotaging behaviors that got us in the fix in the first place. So then we get on this hamster wheel and we're continuously repeating patterns. We might do a few changes, but then before we know it, we're right back in it. One of the biggest self-sabotaging things that we do is we procrastinate. And the procrastination generally comes from a self-sabotaging habit, behavior that all stems from fear. Fear of being seen, fear of shining, fear of success, fear of failure. Most of the time, most people's fear of failure is really not the failure that you're afraid of. It's the success. The what if it does work? What if this is the time that it actually will work? Because if it does, then that means I'm going to have to level up. And I'm going to have to do more than what I was doing before. And I've gotten kind of comfortable with being able to fall into the victim mode and cry, I'm stuck. This might hit hard for a few people. Because as I was sitting and, and meditating on this and asking God, like, okay, so where am I going with this? A lot of the stuckness we have is self-inflicted. I'm not saying all of it is, but stuckness is self-inflicted. Stillness is divine intervention for your highest good. I'm going to say that again. Stillness is divine intervention for your highest good. Now, one of the examples that AJ used, and I thought it was freaking brilliant. She said, when she was sitting and thinking about that, she said, God said, you'll go to a restaurant and you'll wait for a table for an hour. Now you went to that restaurant and you said you was hungry, right? Now, that doesn't mean that while you're waiting, you're not going to be bitching and moaning the whole time because, hey, we when we're hangry, <laughs> we start getting upset. But if it's a restaurant that we like and we've been looking forward to that treat of going to that restaurant for that hour wait, we will wait. But for the things that we've been praying for, that we've been working toward, 
that God has put in our path, God, goddess, creator, whatever word makes you feel most comfortable. We don't want to wait on that. We don't want to wait on that. Why am I waiting? I asked for that yesterday. Why is it today and I still don't have it? That's how we do. We treat our faith like a microwave. Like we're supposed to push some buttons. And within moments, beep, an alarm goes off and it's ready. And whatever is in there, we can take it and devour it. And probably feel lousy after we've devoured it. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't know any really good food to come out of a microwave. If I'm going to be really real. Food that comes out of a microwave just ain't hidden for me. It's not. I don't even really like reheating things in the microwave because it's still, it, it just don't, it don't hit right. It don't taste right. When the food is fresh, when I had to wait for it, when that's that low and slow simmer, think about it. How many of us grew up with like mamas and grandmamas who would cook Sunday dinner the night before? That whole house be smelling good because she does, she's slow cooking like the greens and the beans and she got some like chicken that she's marinating or she's got like a roast or excuse me, something that she got in the slow cooker and it's like permeating the whole house and the whole house smell like Sunday dinner and it ain't even Sunday yet. And it smells so good and then by the time you get out of church, you put your house clothes on, take your church clothes off, and everybody sits, <coughs> excuse me, ready to eat Sunday dinner. Mom takes the cornbread out the oven because that's what we was waiting on, cornbread. She takes cornbread out the oven. She lays a feast that she'd been working on the night before and took her time. Those are the meals that taste the best, that stick with you, feel it in your, in your heart, in your soul. That's why they call it soul food, because love went into that preparation. The same thing when we think about those things that we've been praying for, working towards, how much better for your soul, will it be if it doesn't rush to get here? If I have something that happens for me quickly, I'm going to be really honest. A lot of times, and when I think about my life, stuff that I was able to get fast, I ain't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it. I blew through it. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about money. This is income tax season. How many of us, single mamas and single daddies, couples, whomever, and you got children and you used to file and you get that nice income tax? I know I looked forward to it. As a single mother, being handed a check with thousands of dollars, 
and I needed groceries. My son needed shoes and clothes. I wanted to do something nice for him because throughout the year, I'm not really able to do it, or at least in my mind, I'm not. And then when I finally get it, I blow through it. I'm not thinking about the future and things that I could be doing with this money. <coughs> I blow through it. Take, let me take a sip. <clears throat> Whereas if I had opted to not do a rapid refund, because that's what it used to be called. Don't know if they still do those or not. But if I had opted to not do the rapid refund and I allowed time, number one, I would have got more money. Let's just be real. I would have got more money. Number two, it would have given me the opportunity to really sit down with that amount of money and think, what do I need to do? What would be the best thing for me to do? The rapid refund, I had 24 hours, if that. I'd go on Saturday afternoon, evening, and file. Sunday, by the time I got out of church, the check was ready. So not even 24 hours for me to really sit with that blessing of what to do. So I blew through it. Religiously, every year. That's not to say anything bad about anybody and everybody that's in here, come on in the room, say hello. Promise you I won't bite you. But the rushed things tend to not be savored. It doesn't, it doesn't feel as, as good and comforting as the things that take their time. So I pulled three cards from, where's my, where's my deck? The Priestess of Light Oracle deck to give me more of what to share when it comes to stuckness and stillness. Because remember, stuckness tends to be self-inflicted. Stillness is divine intervention for your highest good. We have to also remember, delay does not mean denial. It just means that you need to be doing something in the midst of this. And that's what these cards are going to illustrate. And when I pulled these, y'all, I'm going to tell you, when I pulled these cards, I almost did like a Holy Ghost run in this room. Because it was exactly what I was thinking about when it comes to stillness and stuckness. So the first thing that we need to be doing, telepathy, transmission, perception, communication. In these moments of stillness, because remember, the, the, the moments of feeling like we're stuck and we're actually still. These are the times that are divine. So God is saying, God is creator, whatever name you use, talk to me. This is the time where you need to be getting into this part of your energy and talking to your higher power, to your ancestors, to your spirit guides. 
during your moments of stillness, that's when your communication should be on print. Yes? Yeah. In the stillness is when you hear the divine instructions of what to do. If you're running, 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 doing, 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 constantly trying to make things happen. And believe me, honey, I know of what I speak. I am the queen of let's make some shit happen because I will be the first one to be like, okay, bet. Uh, let me get my notebook and my pen. I'm getting ready. I'm going to do this. We got to get this. And oh, yep, that's right. I, I got to get this done. And I, I'm going to do this. And I'm busy. I'm busy trying to make stuff happen. I'm busy trying to make stuff happen. And then before you know it, I'm still not getting nowhere. Why? I'm in the self-inflicted stuckness. But when I allow myself to sit in the stillness that is divinely orchestrated for my highest good, I realize, oh, so I'm not supposed to be trying to make stuff happen. I'm actually supposed to sit my behind down and listen for my divine instruction. So the moment of stillness does these three things. The first thing is it sits you down so you can listen. You can close this and start listening. Start opening yourself up for communication. This is why when I have my Reiki students, I emphasize doing self-healings. Why? And self-healings in particular about meditating on the five principles of Reiki. Because Reiki level one is the imperative part that teaches you stillness, that gets you in tuned with you. But even if you're not a Reiki practitioner or master, practice stillness. Because you're not stuck right now. You're just in a moment of stillness. So in this moment of stillness, one of the things that you're being asked to do is communicate with your higher power. I hope y'all hear me because nobody is saying nothing in the comments. But if if it's hitting you, just say like, oh, or Oop, hit or something. Just Just let me know. The next thing, besides the communication piece, when it comes to your moment of stillness, the other part that you should be doing is idyllic times, which is the garden, paradise. So peace. And look, it also has that owl there. An owl represents what? Wisdom. So when you're sitting in stillness, and this is where you can meditate on the wisdom of the divine. Also in this stillness, the garden, the paradise, this is something that you can find within you, yes? But this is where you got to pump the brakes and slow down. 
So another thing that you are to be doing in this moment of stillness, not stuckness, stillness, resting. Resting. Something that we don't do. Going back to us being the movers and the shakers and I got to make stuff happen. I got to do this. It's not happening fast enough for me. Let me go on and make some stuff and move some stuff. Let me interfere. Let me put my hands in it. Let me do what I do. And what you do is mess it up. So take this moment of stillness, my love. For a moment of communication. And a moment of meditation and rest. You'll have plenty of time to move and shake once the stillness moment is over. The stillness is only for a moment. It feels long because we're so used to always trying to force stuff to happen because we have the nerve, the unmitigated gall to stand there and act like we are in control because we are not. I've said this so many times and I'm going to always say it. And this is always going to be my thing. We are only in control of three aspects of our existence. And that is our actions, our inactions, and our reactions. That is it. The other stuff is divine. So during this time, being still in this stillness, not stuckness, I'm going to keep emphasizing this. You're not stuck, my love. You're not. It just feels like it because you want to be in control. You want to make stuff happen. But every time you do, you mess it up. Step back. Allow the stillness. Allow this to be a time to communicate, to meditate, to rest, to rejuvenate, to get ready so that you can be poised and in position. So when God releases and unleashes for your highest good and says, okay, still time is over, go ahead, go forth. And go knowing that I got your back. The last thing that these moments of stillness. Clarity. Planning. Releasing. Illusion. Meaning. Letting go of our attachments to the outcome. Because our attachment to the outcome makes us in illusion thinking that it's supposed to go a certain way and it's not. It's supposed to go how the divine has it set up to go. Thus, that's why it's called a divine plan. So your portion of the planning is to figure out, okay, so while I'm in this moment of stillness, what work within do I still need to do? Have you noticed that in this moment of stuckness, there is a whole lot of dark around you? 
the shadow work that comes up that, mm, oh, oh, I thought I was done with that. Guess not. Let's go back. Let's get a little more shadow work done. Stuff starts getting revealed about yourself. And you start getting a lot more clarity on who you are and where you're going. Because you start to realize, hmm. So because I made moves and I wasn't ready to make moves and I didn't allow the stillness, everything got messed up. So now I need to go and think about what is it that what's the pattern that I'm repeating that's making the self-inflicted stuckness interfere with my vision of seeing the divine stillness? What am I doing that is a, a self-inflicted, self-sabotaging habit that is making me get the stuckness conflated, confused, and mixed with the divine stillness? Oh, Goddess Nefera Hotep Ab says, this is confirmation. Thank you. You are so welcome confirmation for me too because it hit me like a ton of bricks <laughs> I've been sitting on this since when did somebody send when did that I think it was my cousin when did she send that to me I think she sent this to me the initial message from goddess AJ Johnson talking about stuckness and stillness I think she sent it, sent it to me on Friday so I've been sitting on this been marinating on it and every time I think it goes to another layer and I'm like wow I am really self-sabotaging the shit out of my life and I need to stop <laughs> I need to stop that's why I'm not getting nowhere it's because I keep interfering it's like because it's not taking it's taking so long I feel like okay well let me help it no I'm making it worse because I'm getting the self-inflicted stuckness wrapped up with the divine stillness and I need to pivot and stay with the stillness because in the stillness, there's rest, there's communication, there's clarity, there's moments where I can do my own self-development, figure out what I'm doing so I can stop doing it and be ready and poised for the next level. So when I sit down to that nice, slow-cooked meal of divinity that God has for me, I can enjoy it more rather than that microwave popcorn that I kept trying to do over in the stuckness section. <laughs> yes. So I want y'all to think about that. Think about how your interference how those illusions and delusions that come from a place of ego, they do, that are keeping you in stuckness where you can't see the divine stillness. Because in the stillness, we think we're not moving and we are. It's just that we're not doing all work. 
That's why it feels like we're not moving. Kind of like when we're sitting here on beautiful Mother Earth. We know that the Earth is rotating. We know that the Earth is rotating. It rotates at the same rate as the atoms in our bodies rotate. And that makes us divinely connected to the Earth. But we're not going to go there. That's a little deep. However, however, just because we don't see or outwardly notice the rotation of the earth doesn't stop her from rotating. In the stillness, just because we don't see God, goddess, creator, supreme power, whatever name you use, Allah, Ola Damare, whatever name you use, just because we don't see it don't mean it's not happening. It's happening in real time. It's just that in the, the divine infiniteness of the Supreme One, man-made time doesn't exist. It doesn't. So let's pump our brakes and let's allow ourselves to be still. Allow yourself to be still, beloved. It's okay. You ain't got to run for everything, and especially not in this time, because there's something special that's being worked on just for you. If you'll sit back, get still. Communicate, rest, and plan. That's it. That's that's what you're doing. That's it. Now, I know it's easier said than done. It takes a lot of discipline for stillness. It takes a lot of discipline to just sit still and let someone else handle it hard, but it's not impossible because greater works are being done even when you sleep. Do you realize that? As you sleep, things are being put in place for your highest good. People are being placed in your path for your highest good. As you sleep, as you eat, as you go about your day, these things are all happening in real time. Allow the stillness. So in this moment, I want you to put your hands on your heart, your heart chakra or chakra. And I want you to just take a moment and take a huge, just big, deep, fat belly breath. And really just feel it. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Fill up with all that love and divinity. And exhale through your mouth. Get rid of all that negativity. All of that naysayer energy in you that's saying that it's not happening. It's not happening soon enough. No, no, no. No, no, no. 
Deep breath in through your nose. Exhale slowly through your mouth. Release it. Release it all through that outward breath, that exhale. Let's do one more deep inhale through the nose. All things work together for our good. Exhale through the mouth. Ashe, Ashe, Asheo. Thank you all so much for joining me. Don't forget, leave comments, share this message, go back and listen to it because some of it, you know, maybe when you first hear it, might have hit you in places and you're like, mm, I don't know. Go back and hear it again because I promise you this is for you. And don't forget, I still have my uh, new moon special for email oracle reading. Um, I'm going to put the, I forgot to put that link in the description. So once we finish, I'll go ahead and add the link. Um, but you can go ahead and get booked uh, and get your email uh, oracle reading for just $50. Um, this is good through the 23rd of February. So after the 23rd, don't come clicking on that link because no. <laughs> you're not gonna get your uh you're not gonna get that because it's the energy that's it okay i love you love you love you love you love you and there's nothing you can do about that have a wonderful rest of your day a beautiful week and i'll see you next time bye for now